of shame. For the record, if you if you enjoy your 15 minutes of shame, then you're ma- sadomasochist. Bing Crosby. And we should shame you for enjoying. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. That's right. Shaming him for boom, boom. I'm going to beat my kids. I'm going to go play some golf and have some Minute Maid orange juice. <laughs> well, Mr. Bowie. And we're, we were shaming. <laughs> Just before airtime, we yeah. were shaming. A dead guy. Bing, it was an off-air shaming. Bing Crosby. <laughs> it was shaming him for being, I guess he was a prick. Hey, you can call me a prick uh, anytime you want. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get David Bowie out here. I want to do a Christmas song. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. All right, so now we have uh, Ben Kitchen. Hello. Who, uh, we really chastised on the Planet Mikey podcast for being a, a lackadaisical ne'er do well. You gave him an early mission and he failed. <laughs> you know, one thing I like to do is I like to beat a dead horse. You know what I mean? You like to be a dead horse? <laughs> to beat it till it's deader than dead. Uh, ben Kitchen and uh, and of course Bill Smith. Thank you, thank. You. He'll be the guy that uh, if there's any technical snafus in this broadcast, fifteen minutes of shame. It'll be it's Bill Smith taking <laughs> full responsibility. I've I've kind of basically set up this whole thing so that I, there's nothing I can do that makes me at fault. It's true. We've seen that. <laughs> um, uh, it's fifteen minutes of shame where we shame people and and, and things. For 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a whole bunch of different products I would like to shame. I'm going to do that next week. Really? I'm going to have a list. So this is like a tease for next week's yes. uh, program? Oh. I'm going to have a list of products. It's a pre-shaming. Yeah, it's almost like what, what would Susan Warnick do if she were here on the show? She, mm. she would shame him. She was a consumer reporter. We should have her as a guest. She's the best. You know her? Um, I've worked with her before in the past. It Susan was always Warnick? pleasant. She was nice. married to Loby. Yeah, a long time ago. long time yeah. ago, yeah. She's yeah. a nice, nice woman. Yeah. I worked with her at uh, NECN. She was the person on the consumer desk. She's also an expert consumer advocate. She is? She knows everything about it. Oh, we're supposed everything. to shame people, not, yeah, not let's get to them. Let's get oh, to the shaming. Okay, let's, let's get to the shaming. All right, shame who? <laughs> the whale? <laughs> Baby shame who? Shame who, that's right. Uh, no, I'm, you know who I'm going to shame? I'm going to shame Wu. Shame Wu, uh, Michelle Wu. Really? I am so pissed at that woman. You mean she's the mayor of the city of Boston? A mayor? Oh, oh, my God. I mean, what did she do? Oh. Let me start with this. What is it now, Mike? Well, she's got this thing. Well, first of all, we I talked Excuse about... Excuse me? Got, it's, it's a Wu-Tang clan. She's got a uh, situation going where she has... Never mind, she's given away free bus driver bus rides to only certain people. You know, who she picked, handpicked. Now, never mind that, okay? It's a bus ride. I'm not going to get upset over it. But she's trying to charge the North End uh, restaurants and the merchants in the North End uh, $7,500 a year so that people can sit on the sidewalk and eat. Now, it's not bad enough they went through the whole COVID thing and lost their asses because nobody went anywhere. And the restaurant business was just hanging by a thread. And we all know the legendary status of the North End restaurants. It, they're they're cl- they're classics. They're all classics. Oh, they are. And people go there to enjoy the. So, what happens? What's now? the reasoning? Well, because they have to pick up, make extra garbage pickups, and because there's loss of parking spaces, and because the residents don't like when it's all crowded around their. Na- you think they're not used to the North then End? Then don't live in the fucking North End. Unbelievable. It, it's one of those things. It's kind of like a community agreement, right? 
where everyone decides like, hey, okay, yeah, part. This is what we're going to do in this community. We're going to have all these restaurants. It's going to be this nice, like, fun and, area. And we love it. And, and everyone way. loves it. Yeah. And if you don't like living there, you always have the capability to move because you can move. chances are you don't own that apartment. Right. You're renting, so it's really, really easy right. to move. You so know, she's saying sh- 7500 per restaurant. And the charm of the North. Imagine you are a, uh, a tourist. You arrive, and on a Saturday you decide, hey, let's go in the North End. I yeah. know a lot about it. And you get there, and it's like a... A nice outdoor atmosphere, almost like Europe, where outdoor right. cafes, you can sit down. Let's and go to Ponza. Let's go to Giacomo's. Let's go to, you know, the, the yeah. Strega. There's a, they're all Terramia Ristorante. <laughs> so what does she do? She's ruining that. Mm. And, and she's ruining it by saying, okay, you can't do it unless you pay $7,500 a year. Every restaurant. There's 80 restaurants. They're going to take that money. And what are they going to do? They're going to give it to free bus rides for people. So, I mean, honestly, that's what they're going to do. Michelle Wu has cracked the code. First, she said, we'll give you free bus rides. Yeah. Then she had to figure out, hmm, how? how do we pay for this? I know. I know. We'll yeah. go to the north end. And charge them out the – now, there's – and they're all they're all mad. They're saying it's discrimination. Nobody else with outdoor dining in the whole area in Boston has to pay that. Don't it's give her any end. ideas. Well, okay. So now she's like, well, you know what? Let's make it easier on you. You can pay installment payments of $1,500 times five, you know, instead of giving us the $7,500. Because, you know, that's – but what is that going to do? The the, the prices are going to have to go up at the restaurants. It's just more heartbreak. You know, it's ridiculous. It's just wrong. Keep your ass out of the the restaurant business. They've already – they're already paying restaurant taxes, meal taxes. Huge. Boston Mm -hmm. gets huge meal taxes. I can't imagine they'd have a so problem. So, what, what with happens it. if they uh, all the restaurants just decide, yeah, fuck it, let's just up and bounce. Like, let's get out of here. Why don't well, we go? They'll come by and they'll find you. Oh, oh, oh you mean oh, you've no. The, to... the restaurants just leave. Okay, now you lost all that revenue, all all that tax money that was coming in from them. Right. You're, you're playing a dangerous game there, where you're going to lose a lot more money over small chain in the grand scheme. For the city of Boston, seventy five hundred is small change. For these restaurateurs, it's not small change. Right, and. If I'm one of them, wouldn't I just say, you know what? I could probably do just as well somewhere a little bit outside the city. But she's doing this whole socialist thing on an existing, traditional, successful uh, reputation. This woman, Carla Gomes, sent out a, a, a notice today that there will be a press conference about it. I, don't, I haven't heard any of the results, but she's from... Um She's the local mother and the owner of Terramia Ristorante. Yeah. And they were making a statement today on behalf of the family-owned restaurants in the North End who oppose Mayor Wu's table tax. She was going to be speaking in front of the uh, Terramia restaurant today. So I haven't heard how that came out. That was at 3 o'clock today. Well, that's a huge bite out of the pocket and the profit margin of these restaurants who've gone through some suffering. And they need to make recoup that. Yeah. Why don't you wait a few years? If they recoup all that, then then jump in with a smaller tax. So I mean, if that's really what you want to do, you want to be a socialist, uh, a mayor, and and have everybody in the North End hate you. And it, it is discriminatory because it's not. Again, it's not going on in Chinatown. It's going on in the North End. I would like to nominate you to be the advisor to Mayor Wu. I'm going to go on and say, I'm going to make her an out, office she can't refuse. Instead of figuring out ways to bring more money into the government, how about the government figure out ways to spend less money? Oh, oh, oh well, see, see we now here, there's, Holy there, shit. there's a man who's a quickly becoming approach. a, a uh, fiscal moderate, and it only makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know? If you think I'm you independent. Need, if you think you need a piece of the money I make, tell me how much and why you deserve it. <laughs> I mean, this is what's going on in the North End. And I love the North End. Yeah, who doesn't? Um, 
What do you got, Ben Kitchen? Ben Cock? Should we go to basically the biggest entertainment story in the world right now? Go ahead. All right. Oh. Let's just spend a minute or two to Rosie shame. O'Donnell? I don't know if she's the biggest anymore. Yeah, she's getting there. Uh, no, we're not talking about Lizzo. She's not the biggest thing in entertainment right now. We're talking about the Oscars and the slap heard around the world. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Oh, yeah. And I'm curious to see where you find gentlemen come down on this issue. Do you feel like Will was justified? No. You know, I don't like Jim Carrey. I never have. But he okay, said, I don't know how but that has to do he with said, It's because he said this. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless en masse. And uh, it just, it really felt like, oh, this is a really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore. We're not the cool club right. anymore. Right. I don't know what that part means. But I, I agree with his earlier part, how everyone just stood up and applauded him yeah. when he won the award. As if he didn't just go up on stage and, and smack somebody. Someone. Do you think maybe a bunch of people in the audience thought it was a, a setup? Because a lot of people did. Well, there's two uh, ways yeah. of looking at this. Now, if, if, if Chris Rock knew that she had alopecia and was sensitive about it, mm. then he had no reason to go there. Yeah. I don't think he did. I don't think so either. I think he saw the haircut and he thought of a joke and he said, oh, look at this. He goes, this is a funny joke. Oh, G.I. Jane, too. He said that. G.I. Jane joke. It's not. Time. It's not that bad. And, and look, I lost, started losing my hair when I was in my late thirties. <laughs> Doctor Robert Leonard, though, was able to take care of business for me. You look it's, fabulous. It's not a thing that that deserves that. Based on if, if he had just thought for two seconds, now did he mean it to be mean to her as a? I don't think he did. I think he was trying to be funny. She has a short haircut, shaves her head or and whatever. she's sitting right in front. And and, and he laughed. Will that, Smith that's laughed. Like, to her credit, she never laughed. She didn't laugh and then go, hey, oh, wait a second. He did, though. He laughed at the joke <laughs> right. and then realized she was bullshit, and then he decided to do something. Yeah. He's but you just... know what made him look like an asshole? Because, you know, he walked all the way up there. Instead of just shouting something back at him or meeting up with him after the thing or getting him on Twitter later, he, he walked up up in the middle of this pompous ceremony that's going on, and he smacked him in the face. Gave him a bitch slap. Yep. And you, that was a totally unnecessary thing, and I think he ruined his own image for life. Here's my take on this. I, I definitely think so, because I think his image had been getting more and more tarnished. As a, Nobody really gave a fuck that Will Smith was going to win the Oscar. No one really did. He doesn't really resonate culturally anymore. He hasn't actually for a long time. So I think this did just... Flush his career down the toilet, as so. you can hear in the background right now. Yeah, Smitty just flushed him. <laughs> but you know what? I think um, I think uh, Jada Pinkett Smith is the uh, she's running the show, and oh, I think clearly. she she controls Will Smith. And I think Will, and I may be totally wrong, as I as you know, I'm not a psychologist. I may play one occasionally on a podcast. Yeah, but I think um, in an effort to keep his wife happy, I think she told him, "Listen, I'm going to go sleep around." You know, I just I have these things, I have these urges, and I, that's that's what I'm going to do. So you want to stay with me? This is the way it's going to be. Why don't you just break mm-hmm. up. So See, she, I don't th- I don't think it's like that. I think they're both some weird fucks, and they get into weird shit. And the only reason they're still together is because it's Hollywood. And if that weird stuff gets out, his career is a hundred percent over. Oh, what is that weird stuff then? Uh, you hear rumors. Yeah, you, you hear rumors well, about yeah. weird sexual escapades. Yep. Um, with you know donkeys, multiple genders. I think he might be the guy that sits there and. He thinks, I'm Will Smith. I'm, why doesn't my wife see me as the center of her universe or her whole world? But instead, she sees other guys. Well, you you say, I'm Bill Smith. And does it ever happen to you? I'm my Bill Smith. My name is Bill Smith. <laughs> you, got, you got the same name as him, William Smith. Yeah, that's true. 
That's kind of cool, kind of wacky. I know. I'll come over there and slap you right now. So, you, you know, my son ha- Will, uh, Will has is the same exact name as Will I Am. You know, uh, from the yes. Black Eyed Peas. Yes, yes. You did that to your son. Shame on you. Yeah, I didn't know at the time. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that guy. But so the shame goes on. So shame on Will Smith. Shame, shame on the Oscars for not throwing his ass out. Yeah. And then shame on them for allowing him to give this ridiculously long, awful, meandering speech. Uh, it, it was yeah, just all it, pathetic. It was, it was embarrassing. Plus, it was a slap. It was. It but if I'm fu- at the same time, if I'm a producer of the Oscars, I'm sitting there going, "Thank you, fuck yeah, yeah." yeah. yeah. Well, but it takes something that's Everyone's stupid. Everyone's talking get. about us. Right, one of Boston's most prominent social justice activists formally arraigned Tuesday on fraud and conspiracy charges. Say it isn't so. This no, is a woman no. who helps the community and raises money for the community and helps children and all that. Is this the person you're talking Monica about? Monica Cannon Grant and uh, and her hyphenated husband, Clark Grant. Yeah. Mo- Monica the Cannon Grant, they called her Boom Boom when oh. she was in Oh. School. Boom, boom, cannon. You know that guy. Uh, she's accused of defrauding donors of their to their nonprofit violence in Boston, heretofore known as VIB, fraudulently obtaining pandemic-related unemployment benefits, making false statements to a mortgage lender. They appeared before a judge uh, Tuesday today. Let me guess. They pled not guilty. Yes, they did. They entered not guilty <laughs> pleas to the 18-count indictment. The federal indictment filed on March 14th alleged the nonprofit collected more than a million dollars in donations and grants between 2017 and 2021, and the couple used the funds for personal expenses. Uh, They diverted monies through cash withdrawals, cash checks, wire transfers to their personal bank accounts, debit purchases, among other methods, including restaurants, uh, nail salons. I mean, we're talking about... Total bullshit here uh, of of diverting nonprofit funds into their own pockets. Now, wouldn't you like to know the story underneath that story? Who blew the whistle on this woman? Who said, hey, wait a minute, what the hell is going on? And, and they investigated her and they found out somebody had to, had to light that fire. They raised more than $50,000 in a single month in April of 2020. The bank transaction highlighted suggested that, that as more money was donated, more of the funds were distributed to the couple to pay for housing, Uber Eats, purchase of a car for a family Jesus. member. I mean, these are fucking thieves. Oh, that's <laughs> It's what they are. They're innocent till proven guilty, Mike. Well, okay, Come but, on, yeah. damn it. Well, according to this, they're thieves. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's thieves. in a court of law. You can say whatever the fuck. Oh, that's I right. can say what that's, I want. I'm you know, sorry. First Amendment. I, I forgive me. You, maybe there's a possibility. There's Come stealing. on, man. I'm not going to forgive you. You're canceled. Oh, there is a possibility they're stealing, <laughs> and we have eight <laughs> seconds left because uh, <laughs> this is what happens when we tend to get all verbose and mouthy and wordless. Oh.